Get fired up for another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. With filthy mouths and bad attitudes. Featuring Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Also featuring Parker. Yes, there's no two ways about it. He's super white. And our special guest, Alex. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Entire production supervised by Bigfoot. Now, let's join the boys for their latest episode. Alright, welcome to Black History Month. We, uh... We watched a movie, but we're going to push it off. In April? That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) We watched a movie, but we're going to push it off to next week because Alex is feeling a little sick. Uh, He's still going to sit his white ass down and listen. Uh, But before we get into all the movies we watched, Parker, do we have any news? No. Once again, it's, uh... Hey, do you want to hear about the phase one of the DC? No. No, no. Closed tab. Like, the only... Uh, I will have news next week because, uh... There have been several updates about the guy stealing monkeys from the Dallas Zoo, but I need to <laughs> sit down and do my damn research because, uh, spoilers, he has told them <laughs> that if he gets out on bail, he's going to do it again. <laughs> so I need to do some research. See if we can get him on the show. Uh-huh. The only news I heard, it's and I, it's bad that this is like what film Twitter, this is why I don't really do film Twitter. Uh, the only news that's come out is uh, this, this is guy, he goes by the moniker Soups. And uh, he's really he's a really big fan of like uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Soups. Yeah, yeah. And he went to the um, what was it? He went to the Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, which is the third of those movies. I am shocked you got that right. Yeah, I I love that for you. Well, I saw the trailer, so I, I don't know. It stuck with me. And um, what happened? Oh yeah, so he watched it and he recorded his live reaction because people need that. And he said that. He thinks the movie is better viewed as part one of a continuing series of movies. And my first thought was, man, if your biggest psychotic internet like hype man is just saying, well, it's not really best viewed as a movie, <laughs> then it's probably not a very good sign. Uh, I haven't even How, seen it. How's the too. movie? Now, I wouldn't call it a movie. <laughs> Fuck yourself. It's not really art per se, however. Yeah, and that's what, unfortunately, that's what film news is for me. That's the, the For You tab that I got. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. That's my jerk of the week, is yeah. the For You tab. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. You know, that's going to be my jerk of the week, too, in a roundabout way, because uh, between, like, State of the Union, uh, the stupid Grammys thing with the, the guy in the double costume, why do you people care about any of this shit? Why does anyone talk? And the balloon thing, too. You know, like, oh, this is the dumbest fucking We're, shit. Huh? This is, like, the biggest dearth of content week that I've ever fucking yeah, seen. I'm actually happy to talk about LeBron breaking the scoring record oh, at this yeah. point. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, let me just open my For You tab. <laughs> ah, first thing I see yeah. is the words Hogwarts in Legacy. <laughs> I close forgot. that right back up. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh... <laughs> It was kind of funny that uh, they named the only trans character in the game Sir Rona Ryan. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I love her in Lady Bird, though. To be fair, <laughs> got him up top. Yes. Well, all right. Let's let's get to what we watched. I watched. Uh, oh, hold on, I got a jerk oh, of the week hey, just for you guys. Oh my god, his spirit is with us. <laughs> he now. recovered from the old beach. <laughs> My jerk of the week is myself, because I thought it would be a good idea to take an edible before going to the dentist. What in the fuck? It's the <laughs> dumbest idea I've ever had in my life, and I need to share it with people. I can barely talk, because, you know, I've been in the dentist chair for four hours over the last two days. And the first two hours of those, I was like, yeah, this will make this experience more fun. Thank you for experiencing that. So Because I, I could see myself having that thought of, like, you know, this stresses me out a lot. I'll just take no. Now I know. Yeah. And I appreciate that. I've I've never had like a negative dentist experience. Like I was always totally fine with it. But it turns out this cavity was way deep in the fucking back. Oh, those and, are the uh, worst, man. Uh uh, well, I didn't know that, well, but... No, so take it from me, someone with a lot of experience. <laughs> My tongue is so fucking swollen right now. Well, they'll do that, yeah. 
<laughs> when, wait, when was your appointment? I, uh, the one that I had the edible for was yesterday afternoon. This one was today afternoon. It's still swollen? Or, you know, Ooh. that, but a way that makes more sense. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, I got out of the chair at like 5 p.m. Oh, I'm so like, I'm so used to it that it's like my tongue just recovers in a few seconds. <laughs> uh, I have terrible teeth. Anyway. Humble brag. Quite <laughs> the opposite, really. All right, uh, I watched too many things to, to really talk about. I, I could probably say some things about it, but... Oh, well, buddy, that's the entire episode, so you better start talking about them. Well, I'll tell you, I'll just get to the ones that I, I think are worth talking about. Uh, Alex assigned uh, me, uh, I don't remember, I think this was some sort of game where I had to choose a door, and... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. Be, <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to, but well, I was about to right. say it. Uh, this door assigned me the movie Invincible, the 2001 version directed by Werner Herzog. Uh, this is about a, this is the true story of a Jewish strongman who pretends to be Aryan in uh, Nazi-occupied Poland. Uh, or maybe it's right before uh, the Nazis uh, came into Poland. And uh, this has Udo Kier is in it for approximately three seconds. Tim Roth is in it. He plays a magician. And uh, it's it's not bad. It's not great. Uh, it doesn't really stand out. Uh, it's also, I can't really make any jokes about it. It's just it's like, oh, this actually happened. Uh I will say that Werner Herzog does seem somewhat uh, interested in true stories that seem almost too fast, too fantastic for a film to capture. I mean, he's done this in like Fitzcarraldo. He did it in uh, Grizzly Man. He did it with um, Fire Within, and I guess he's doing it here. And I respect that. I think it's very interesting. It's an interesting way of looking at life and looking at stories. Uh, this one itself was. Uh, it wasn't boring, it's just, uh, I'm not really left with a lot to say about it. I will say the guy who plays the Jewish strongman was a strongman in real life. And you can tell in this movie, because, goodness gracious, this guy is gigantic. Looks like he'd play, like, left tackle for the Tennessee Titans. D- does he ride one of those bicycles with the giant uh, wheel? I don't think they had those back then. They did, but no. <laughs> in the 40s? <laughs> yeah. I got bad news for you. I was kidding. I was Exclusively. Kidding. Well, I don't think they had them in Poland. Poland didn't really have technology, so they, yeah. have they haven't invented the yeah. wheel yet. <laughs> so, anyway, that's, that's one assignment. I'm sorry, I don't really have much to say about it, but I'll have a little bit more to say about Marmaduke. But, buddy, I think that was like the fourth movie on the list that was named. In right, Mexico. exactly. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, saying. It's yeah. just sometimes the game works. See, that's that the thing. Way. It's like I, th- I think there was also the the Philadelphia Eagles one. Uh, it was Invincible, and there's some other thing on there. Probably an animated thing. I wouldn't be surprised. Anyway, uh, Marmaduke, the 2022 version. You know, as good of a year for movies as 2022 was, you gotta have some bad ones. And Marmaduke probably takes the cake for worst movie released last year. At least uh, as far as the ones I've seen. I haven't seen, uh, what's one of the ones everyone's shooting at? Everyone thought Blonde was really bad. I haven't watched it, I don't really care. Uh, Marmaduke, this is, uh, I can't remember, I think I watched the, uh, the original version. I can't believe there's an original version of Marmaduke. I can't believe there's any version of Marmaduke. What a, what a stupid idea. It's already a bad comic. No one even likes that comic. Why would you make it into a movie? Better question, why would you do it twice? <laughs> <laughs> Has it only been twice? I so. I... Is it like a Star is Born where like every ten years they're going to yeah, try Marmaduke? I, I hope so. God. Uh, I'll say this. People want to see this Big dog. See, that's the thing. Okay, so in the first Marmaduke one, the one that Alex is familiar with, the joke here is that Marmaduke is a very large canine. A lot of people don't know that because they haven't read the original source material comics. So I decided I'd go through and read every single Marmaduke comic in order to get ready for this. What I've learned is that they're not very good. This one seems to not really focus on Marmaduke's size so much as his clumsiness. Which, uh, you know, you're going to get a little bit of that in both movies. Oh, yeah, in this one, he's voiced by Pete Davidson. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I expected. Well, see, that's the thing. It's like you tell someone, like, oh, Pete Davidson's Marmaduke, and this movie's really bad. This is one of the ones that is kind of like Cats, like everyone on the internet was, like, shitting on it. Like, there's a ton of, like, just half-star reviews on Letterboxd. I'm like, uh-oh, what's going to happen? The result is it's really not as bad as I was led to believe. It's definitely a very bad movie. It's embarrassing in a lot of ways. But 
it didn't like personally offend me. I, I didn't. It wasn't annoying enough that I would hate it. Some person said that like the movie came out in twenty twenty two, and one of the dogs. T- <laughs> it's hard to say this. <laughs> the movie came out <laughs> in twenty twenty two, and one of the dogs does a Gangnam style dance. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that sounds bad, but. I, I, I saw it, like, it's kind of, like, in the background, and the, they don't even play the song. I was just like, is he doing, like, Gangnam Style Dance? Oh. Huh. Why is he doing that? Uh, so that wasn't really that bad. Uh, Pete Davidson, as far as the voice, is really not bad at all. I think a lot of people were, like, shitting on him just because, oh, he's the celebrity. We have to shit on the celebrity. I'm not, like, a huge Pete Davidson fan or anything. I haven't heard anything funny that he ever did on SNL, but... I liked him enough in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies that in this I was like, well, I guess he's alright. He doesn't really say anything funny, but it's a script's fault, not his. Uh, oh yeah, J.K. Simmons is in this. He plays the bad dog. Uh, oh yeah, the, so the idea here is Marmaduke, who's very clumsy in case you didn't understand that, uh, he gets trained by a dog trainer um, to enter one of those uh, dog competitions where you can find out who's going to be top dog. And... Uh, the first time he loses, and uh, the second time, I guess he gets second place, and people are like, oh, that's good enough. You know, no one expected that one to happen. Uh, J.K. Sin- yeah, J.K. Simmons plays the bad dog. is very mean and hypnotizes people or something. I don't fucking remember. What? I. Well, he's not the only dog who uh, hypnotizes people. Does he have, like, the car eyes? <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll get to that in a moment. I, I think he... What? I think, oh, no. I think it's like his owner does... I, I think there's like kind of a twist in the movie, and I didn't understand what was going on. Like his owner is someone else or something like that, and he gets to scoff. I, I didn't really understand what was going on there. Marmaduke, it's not for yeah, kids. It's, it was too complicated for me. I should have watched the trailer. But uh, there was a there was some controversy here. It was like there was a, you know, Marmaduke. He lives at home with his family, and they have a cat. I was like, uh oh, it's a Siamese cat. I'm like. Uh oh, and uh, all right. Let's all take a guess. Ah, right, well, you Who you would could it be you would guess. I it was like no one in particular. It was just like it. It looks like uh, a regular water. Yeah, it looks like it looks like a kind of a regular cat. So nothing goes wrong there. It's like, huh? All right. I I thought that would have been really tasteless, that, but that's especially shocking considering in the first one the cat is voiced by George right, Lopez. Yeah. So. <laughs> It could there. It really could have been like a Ken Jong thing, you know. Which uh, hey, they don't do. That. I would have bet a hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, I I probably would have bet on Aquafina. So oh, yeah, we're not far off. God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, it's the cat's just voiced by I don't know, probably a cat. But they save the racism for the Shih Tzu. Now, what? You... <laughs> 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 the Shih Tzu is drawn like a stereotypical. Uh, there's no other word to use here, but Chinaman. Uh, it, it practically looks like he has like the rice paddy hat and everything, and like chopsticks and buck teeth and everything. I don't know if they actually do that, but he's he's kind of like drawn that way, but like in dog form. Does he pee pee in anybody's coat? <laughs> no, he doesn't. But he uses like ancient Oriental magic to hypnotize the bad dog. And uh, oh, <laughs> a lot of hypnosis in this. Yeah, I know. That's uh, that was the the theme, I guess, for twenty twenty two version of Marmaduke. So. What really stood out about what really stood out about this movie is just how awful it looks. And considering it's twenty twenty two for animated movies, it's pretty impressive. Like it is impressively bad. Like I haven't seen a movie that looks this bad since I think Food Fight. It's a really astonishing to behold. I'm gonna go on a limb and say that this having four listed directors is probably not good. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, the first three were just, like, killing themselves when they realized they had to do a Marmaduke movie? <laughs> like, like, five minutes in, like, I'm just not going to do this anymore. Fucking bang. So. This looks hideous. It, it really does. Also, uh, there, I think the reason he, he loses the first competition, the first dog thing, is because he eats a whole lot of food beforehand. Because J.K. Simmons' dog tricks him into doing that. And uh, after he eats a whole bunch of food, then... He poops in the the fart cloud, which is green, by the way, like deep green, is oh, pervasive. Funny. It's all over the place, and I remember thinking to myself, "Oh, this is where it's getting like really bad." But I, I 
I don't know. I, I guess I've seen like a lot worse. I guess I've been desensitized. This is like fucking. It's bad, definitely. Like, don't put it on for your kids. But I've seen. I think actually, I think the first Marmaduke is worse than this. <laughs> the first Marmaduke how we has more dancing. We that bachelor party, and we all got hypnotized <laughs> and eating so much food before the big wedding. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Marmaduke's definitely a bad movie, but you know, I, I can endure worse. But not much worse. I was just imagining that the dog competition was just like had like eight fucking toddlers on hand. Yeah, <laughs> you have to go through the whole obstacle course and just shred them. Yeah. Uh, was there anything else? Like a fucking monster truck rally, <laughs> yeah. just all laying down. Yeah. Oh, here comes Grave Digger. <laughs> no, he <people just laughs> runs up the ramp, pops it, and just grabs him by the ankle and takes him to the tunnel. Yeah. Like a fucking Miami player in the 80s. I'm kind of thinking of, like, uh, American Ninja Warrior, but, like, for little kids, and you don't want to fall into the pit full of pit bulls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't want to wipe out this time. <laughs> Pit full of pit bulls. All right. Wait a second. If we go on the course, what do the dogs do? Oh, you'll see. Stick that landing. Tyler. They feed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, so that's not like the worst movie that I was assigned. No. The worst one that I was assigned was Transformers Age of Extinction. Parker. This is going to be an hour conversation, my dude. Parker, I think that you have... Well and good got me back for the monsters. This one, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. In my life. This is so fucking bad. It's not as bad as the last night, but it's really, really close. Age of Extinction, which uh, runtime is a hot two hours and forty five yeah. minutes. Parker, what? Yeah, man. I I thought we had something here. I I thought we were chill. I I don't know what the fuck. This is the movie that introduced Kate Yeager to the world. <laughs> I think if I were to like assume Kate Yeager as uh, as like an alias, no one would know. No one would. It was like, oh yeah, the guy from Transformers. People just go, oh, did he get whiter or something? Look, my fucking name is Kate Yeager. <laughs> if you went through a security clearance and told him your name was Kate Yeager, they would immediately <laughs> pull you into another room. They'd be like, where is the leader of the Proud Boys? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me see your ID, uh, passport. Uh, yeah, Jaeger, comma, Cave. <laughs> we need all hands on. <laughs> you're getting, you're getting a flashlight, and they're checking your butthole. And yeah, light them up. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I want you to go so far you feel this too. <laughs> all right. So, uh, what's the movie about? Well, this will surprise you. It's about giant robots that transform into cars. Uh, uh, incorrect. It's oh, about <laughs> Texas inventor Katie yeah. played by Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. And his who... underage daughter, <laughs> Asterisk. Oh, God. I, we will get to that in a second here. But, like, the movie starts with, like, a Hasbro co-production. So, right off the bat, I'm lowering my standards. And yet, the movie starts on, what was it? They're on like a different planet or something like that, and there's like a bad guy robot with a gun. I don't remember. Uh, (laughs) 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 So yeah, we we smash cut to Texas, Texas, and uh, Kate Yeager, a genius inventor who also has no money, so I don't know where he gets the materials from. Played by Mark Wahlberg at the age of, uh, I don't know, he looks about as old as I am. And his daughter, who is 17, she's underage, uh, is not dressed like it. I, fucking Michael Bay is having a good time with a camera with her. Which, that's what made me uncomfortable with uh, The Last Night. Remember that, like, 12-year-old girl? And she had, like, glycerin sprayed on her upper chest. I was like, come on. They're doing, like, the same thing with her. She's wearing the daisiest of dukes. And, uh, she has a boyfriend, which, remember, uh, the other thing, I keep coming back to, like, The Last Night, which might actually be the worst movie I ever saw at the Alamo. Uh, remember when, uh, Kate Yeager has an impromptu date on that submarine with, uh, some chick whose name escapes me? I don't remember. It, was, it just, I, it kind of pissed me off because it was like, oh, suddenly... They're trying to escape from these killer giant robots to transform into cars, and it's like, oh, suddenly we're doing romantic comedy bullshit that's cutting the tensions. It was just kind of weird, and they do the same thing in this one. 
They're like they're trying to escape the killer robots and stuff in a car, which probably transforms to robots. I don't know. Fuck. And he's like, "Hey, you can't be dating her. You can't be. You can't be having a boyfriend. You're like, you're like 17. I'm your dad." And uh, the guy is 19. And so much like Cade Yeager, uh, uh, you're like, "Hey, whoa, what the fuck? What's going on here?" And the guy's like, "Well, actually, there's a very specific Texas law about age of consent." Because I was dating her when she was 15 and I was 17, we're actually grandfathered in, so it's not illegal. And I was like, wow, you know that law way too well. <laughs> that he is, pulls out a little card out of his wallet. Yes. Says, actually, I can legally bang your underage daughter. What the fuck was it? Was it called in the Shakespeare In a nearly three-hour movie about robot dinosaurs, everything yeah. stops me like, hey, I can fuck your 17-year-old daughter. Yeah. Like, cool. Great. Yeah. I hope, I hope T.J. Miller shows up. Oh, we'll get to T.J. Miller. Is Michael Bay on the Epstein logs? He should be. I, I, I don't. I don't I, remember. I don't think he is. I don't think he was cool enough. But uh, I know Michael Bay got to start directing pornography. So, fucking weirdo right off the bat. You know what? Yeah. That checks out. Good for um, him. I, I want to talk about T.J. Miller really quick. Like, look, I don't. I don't like T.J. Miller, and he's a fucking weirdo and all this stuff. And I don't. I don't like his humor very much either. I. Uh, but, you know, whatever, different strokes for different folks. Evidently, very different strokes for... I want to choose a different set of words here. Obviously, differing opinions for Michael Bay. Apparently, Michael Bay fucking hated T.J. Miller. Apparently, he would stop a scene in the middle of, like, all these, like, 200 different crewmen filming and saying, uh, You're not funny. Be funnier. This movie's three hours long. I could cut you at any second. Which, uh, not the easiest conditions to work under. And apparently he did, because T.J. Miller gets killed during this movie. I guess at the end of the first act, his death scene is one of the most gruesome death scenes I think I've seen in any movie. I watched a thousand horror movies last year. It is insane. (laughs) That movie's for kids! He dies like a fucking, like, like they found, like, the last living Nazi. They killed the (laughs) shit out of him. Dude, it fucking... feels like a generation of, like, judgment coming down on him, because his jokes suck. (laughs) It is seriously like it is such a fucked up way to kill him, and then they show his body, his charred metallic corpse. It is it is scarier than anything in the Mummy. This is a movie that's PG thirteen. Kids were at the theater watching this. I, I feel genuinely bad for those kids. I, I'm not saying that like oh I was scared by this movie, but fucking close, dude. I was like what the fuck. <laughs> I didn't even like the character. The character wasn't funny. But uh, I wouldn't have done You're that. Saying, oh, to him. T.J. Miller. Well, I hope he fucking dies, and he dies like, dude. Yeah, it's, yeah I was like, what? are you good? What? What the hell? Why can't you do that to Kate? Like you could just cut his two scenes and not have one of the most horrifying yeah. deaths I've ever seen. Genuinely, one the, of the like, close up of his like frozen face yeah. in agony. Yeah, it's like it, like uh, some sort of transformer thing turns him into. Uh, I don't know. I said transformer thing. I guess to say transformer, turned him into like a charred metallic like corpse thing statue it's very much like a i have no mouth and i must scream sort of situation he's probably still technically alive and they're suffering for eternity and they're gonna put him up as like a statue in central park and pigeons are gonna poop on him so uh no one will put up a statue for tj miller but uh parker mentioned earlier that there are dinosaurs in this movie uh not just any dinosaurs though these are robot dinosaurs see the transformers toys they had uh I don't remember what they were called, like Beast Wars or something like that. Something like that. I don't remember. But basically, the oh, toy company. The buddy. They're coming later this year. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, basically, it. Hasbro was just like, hey, uh, wouldn't it be cool if like these Transformers, instead of turning into cars, they turned into dinosaurs? Little boys will buy them. And, uh, and the ad company said, yeah, I don't know, whatever. And apparently, uh, Michael Bay saw that and was like, I can't make a movie out of that. And then he saw how much money the third one made and said, I can make a movie out of that. And the way that they... How do they justify it? I think basically what they said is the Transformer planet... Was it Ultron or... Uh, Don't worry about it. I forgot what it's called. Uh, Ultra Magnus or something? Something like that, whatever. Whatever, the, uh, the, the giant Transformer planet, <sighs> which is... Cybertron. Thank you, I forgot. Cybertron, which is also itself a Transformer, in addition to being a mm-hmm. Transformer planet. Millions of years ago... It dropped its transformer seeds into the Earth's DNA, which created uh, dinosaur transformers, which uh, were buried underneath the uh, soot of the uh, meteor that hit the Earth. And now they're back, and uh, the the big main guy, good guy, uh, transformer, um, 
Optimus Prime. I had to think about it. He rides one of the T-Rex uh, Transformers, and he has a sword. And he attacks other uh, bad guy Transformers. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's not that interesting. Some people said, oh, well, at least the action scenes look good. False. Incorrect. Yeah, they're fucking... No, they don't. But it, also, I don't get to see a lot of... You know what I do get to see, Parker? You know what I get to see a lot of? You know what I get to see? I get to see Stanley okay. Tucci. You also get to see a lot of Bud Light. Also, yeah. They, turns out they... A lot yeah, of This Bud episode, Light. by the way, is brought to you and, by Bud Light. <laughs> and Beats Pills. Hey, remember those? Oh, God. Yeah, okay, so basically... <laughs> the movie stops yeah. dead. Have him hold one up to the camera. Yeah, they literally. <laughs> so basically, the way they do that is, uh, they they are able to break down the Transformers DNA. Turns out they were all made out of the element Transformium. And I'll check it out for yourself if you have three hours. She names it Transformium. Yeah. And uh, he says, "Yeah, we can transform into anything." And he holds it up and turns into Beats Pills. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. They create a new element made out of transforming robots. And yeah. he just holds a Beats Pill into the camera on a yeah. tight close-up. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. You can probably hear like a little ding of like Shaq smiling in the background. Uh, <laughs> it's very, very bad. Stanley Tucci, by the way, might actually be the worst part of this movie. They want Stanley Tucci to be very, very funny for this. And instead, he's just Stanley Tucci. I he seems lost in this. He seems like he has no idea where on earth he could possibly be. And I mean, someone shouting direction he? at him. <laughs> exactly. He's in a Transformers movie. Uh, uh no, uh Mr. Tucci. Oh, no, the, the Decepticons are the bad ones like. Oh, yeah, by the way, ever talk to me ever again. He is the He is the bad guy tech bro in this. He's like uh he's like the Asian guy from uh, Megan, right? Except he lives at the end of this, and I don't even think he goes to jail. I, in fact, I think I remember how it ends. I think he goes up to uh, Lee Bing Bing, uh, and he says, You know you want me, baby. And she kind of goes, Ugh. And he looks at the camera with like, a little smirk, like, That's what it's all about. And and instead of playing... Oh, by the way, you know, IMDb Trivia has an interesting fact about this, Parker. They say this is the first Transformers yeah. movie to not have a Linkin Park song. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, instead, Imagine the yeah. look on my face when a fucking Imagine Dragon <laughs> song started playing. I was ready to start a fight. Believe it or not, I had never, ever heard an Imagine Dragon song prior to this. And known that it was an Lucky. Imagine Dragon song. Uh, it turns out, yeah, that was Imagine Dragons. I'm like, oh, that's what they sound like? People like this? What the fuck? This sounds that's, awful. That's, it seems like a fucking yeah. government op, honestly. Right, I can't yeah. imagine. Just... Just Can we talk about the fact that this movie made a billion dollars because the whole third act takes place in China? Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. He's a smart man. Yeah, it goes right over to China. Um, the Chinese people seem uh, relatively nonchalant about this happening. Half the half the stars are uh, are Asian people. Uh, good for them cashing those checks, but uh, can't wash off the stink of this movie. I'll tell you that much. Uh, now, is the crime if I'm wrong? Is this the movie where? Uh, Kelsey Grammer is working with yeah, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> the evil Transformer yeah. that assassinates Transformers. Trans, uh, Kelsey Grammer is... <laughs> turns into a giant gun. <laughs> yeah. Kelsey Grammer is working with a sniper Transformer. Uh, oh, fuck, that's right. There's a scene like Kelsey Grammer goes up on his spaceship yeah. and be like, I thought we had a deal. And <laughs> a good-ass movie. I remember, yeah. I he's, there, he's, he's standing up there while the wind is whipping around back and forth that would knock anyone. And, like, even the Transformers are just like, oh, the wind. And he's just kind of standing there while his suit billows. I'm like, how fucking fat is he? And, uh... He's he's talking to a Sniper Transformer. He says, yeah, I think something along the lines of, I thought we had a deal. And I was like... A deal for what? What are you going to pay him? <laughs> Get it? Here in America, we have a thing called uh, honor. Respect. Oh, yeah, he says, like, we have a little... He's, he's talking like, to a robot that turns into a giant yeah, it's 50 like, cow. Yeah, the, the, the line was like, you know, in America, we have a saying of... I don't remember what it is. Honor is very important or something like that. To which Sniper Transformer says, I have a saying, too. I don't care. Which, uh, this is for the eight-year-olds. Nice. Which, uh, hey, guys, look out for TJ Miller's death. That is going to haunt you for a while. <laughs> Uh, Parker, I Enjoy noticed... Enjoy your own personal large margin, you <laughs> fucking Transformers movie. Shit, hey, Parker, I noticed that the cheesecake robot isn't in this. Yeah, you really hate to see it. <laughs> um, miss the Mountain Dew vending machine robot. Wish he could have shown up. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Instead, you get Galvatron. 
That's pretty cool, right? I don't remember. You guys like this? I don't remember which one Galvatron. Hey, it was it's Megatron, but it's not Megatron. You like this? Do you guys like this? Well, here's a T Rex. You figure it out. Oh yeah, I think there was a one where they were trying to clone uh, Megatron or something like that. Yeah, uh, there's a whole lot of that. There's a, That's the 18th subplot. Yeah, there's a there's a big old fat transformer who's voiced by John Goodman, and uh, <laughs> oh, man, I forgot about him. <laughs> and he's got he's got like fucking what's his beard made out of? He has a little like metallic beard, and it's made out of like uh, fucking chains or whatever. Casings. Yeah, it's a little made out of bullet casings and everything. And his whole thing is like, oh, I'm too old for this shit. I'm like, you're a transformer. You're a robot. <laughs> I uh, well, this happens in this stupid thing. Uh, uh, what's your favorite Transformer? Trick question. It's the Japanese samurai one. Oh yeah, I forgot about Hatora uh, Hatori Hanzo, the robot version. What is what's the little one's name? It looked like the fucking crazy frog, but with hair. Uh, <laughs> no, that was it. Yeah, yeah, because that was it. I was like, what the fuck? That's the one that talks a whole lot. And it's like, hey, I thought we were going to kick his butt. By which they mean shoot this human being in the face. And uh, I was like, oh no, they're going to let him live. And uh, <laughs> I remember in the movie being like, you know, kind of conflicted as to whether they should kill him or not. But I realized this for PG-13. The only death is uh, T.J. Miller. Yeah, just a reminder, all of the bad guys get away. The only yeah. character to suffer any consequences is T.J. Miller. Yeah. Who, is, who receives, like, a Hellraiser yeah. <laughs> trap there for eternity. <laughs> Stanley Tucci doesn't even get handcuffs put on him. <laughs> He's just... It's like, hey, you behave over here in China. He's like, yeah, I won't. Oh, and yeah. Like, right. <laughs> I'm going to hit on Lee Bing Bing. <laughs> well... Yeah, I did not like this movie. Well, have some more jokes about how he doesn't speak Chinese. Yeah. That's pretty fun. You guys like that out there? Yeah. You guys wish you were seeing the T-Rex? Yeah, you're not. Yeah. Ugh. Is he this movie's Benny from The Mummy? <laughs> kind of feels like he is. Fucking wishes. <laughs> right, yeah, I guess uh no, I did not like that movie very much. You know, oh, you know, actually, what the worst part about that movie, not just Stanley Tucci, is the writing is so fucking bad. It's like, oh, well, it's a Transformers movie. What do you expect? But, like every fucking line of dialogue even if it was like just a normal thing it was very poorly delivered there's a lot of shit that like i don't know this is an innocuous line whatever you know maybe it's fine but i heard it and it just pissed me off for some reason at one point Cade yeager is oh, i don't like saying that at one <laughs> it's point it's so much fun he, to say he, isn't it he's in an abandoned theater and he picks up a football and he says hey go along and he throws it at tj miller drops it like a klutz or whatever and uh kate's like yeah that's how i made the varsity team and it just was, it was like people don't talk like that people would say that's how i made varsity that's that's the normal way to talk that fucking billy bob would not put up with your pretending ass <laughs> but uh and then tj miller does the only funny thing that he does in the entire movie tj miller picks up the ball he's like yeah go along and he he makes the motion to throw it, but I guess he lets go of it too late, and it careens off a, a chair right in front of him, and it hits him in the head. And I don't think he planned that one. It was just kind of like a funny slapstick thing, where he uh, hit himself in the head with a football. That is Two the joy of this movie. 45 yeah. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, his daughter, uh, Girl Jaeger, she says at one point, uh, no, sorry, at two different points, she says, there's a missile in the house. Saying it once is not great. Saying it twice, mm mm mm. Oh yeah, uh, he's so poor. I don't remember. Oh, I'm how poor? I'm sorry. I don't remember. Well, he's so poor that uh, his his fat black lady landlord comes by with uh, prospective oh, buyers God. for his house, and he almost kills them. So uh, that's fun. yeah, that's fun. Also, she drives away uh, with her husband. Or she says I, I, she threatens to get her husband back there, and he makes fat jokes about them. We all we're having a good time. Yeah, it sounds good. I forgot. So Kelsey Grammer was like the third <laughs> villain in that movie. <laughs> so the next movie I watched was Citizen Kane. Which I felt like I, <laughs> I felt like I needed to like you know, watch a movie with some real writing in it. And comparatively, Citizen Kane is the greatest movie of all time. Hot take. I, I unironically, I fucking love Citizen Kane. It's still very very watchable. Uh, Orson Welles is maybe my favorite actor of all time. Uh, as soon as it was done, I felt like I could watch it again, but this time with commentary. I didn't, I didn't have time. But uh, hey, look, I still love Citizen Kane. And then I watched. 
When has that stopped you before? I, well, I don't know. I'm a little bit busier now. You know, whatever. Anyway, but, like, with Citizen Kane, I was like, man, I like this so much. I'm going to watch other uh, Orson Welles movies from the 1940s. I'm not going to go into all of them, but, like, they're definitely uh, a bit disappointing. And it's not even like, oh, he was just acting or whatever, but, like, there's some of them that he was producing and he was directing, and it's it's just not very good. And I looked it up. Apparently, he was just doing it for the money. Uh, he was... He said that he was one of the first people to ever illegally funnel money into a government program, uh, which was essentially what he was doing. The government contracted him to make this movie in um, South America, I don't remember, and he ran out of money for it, so he, he took up acting to try to get money in there. Uh, he also he made a joke about uh, his performance in Jane Eyre. He said he, re he received the worst marks for an actor since John Wilkes Booth. Uh I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> that, is, that is pretty good, yeah. Um, let's see. Watch oh, okay. Uh, this one. Uh, girl Alex came over, and she said, uh, well, we got some free time uh, before this other thing we're going to go see at the Alamo. Would you like to watch Weird, the Al Yankovic story? Uh, and I put that on. I loved it. I thought it was very well done. And I have to admit, I come up with a bit of personal bias. I am a fan of, well, really, Al Yankovic and his music and, importantly, his humor. One of the reviews, that's, it feels like everyone had this review pre-written for their letterbox thing. A lot of people say, yeah, and it's 100% true. The movie is itself a parody of music biopics. Parker, I think you in particular would love this. Uh, one of the things that you always... Uh, you point out in a lot of these music biopics, uh, you'll hear someone go, dun 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 and there'll be a pause, and someone's like, hey, play that riff again, you know? It drives me fucking crazy. They do that in this movie for My Bologna, and they, do, <laughs> <laughs> and they do it in the most over-the-top sort of way, like the guy literally has a, a thing of uh, bologna in the uh, in the Richard that says mine on it <laughs> and uh, he's like huh I guess I'll get it. yeah get some of my bologna too the guys they're literally listening to my Sharota as it's going on they're like huh hey wait a second and he starts you know saying along with it Daniel Radcliffe is very good in this uh, one of my favorite scenes is um, the movie implies that or the movie directly states actually that Weird Al came up with Eat It and then Michael Jackson ripped him off for Beat It. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, yeah, he kills Pablo Escobar. And uh, he has a relationship with Madonna. Uh, who's I don't remember who plays uh, Madonna. I forgot her name. But she's really funny in that role. Just like just her physical moves. She's like constantly like doing this the whole time. <laughs> I don't remember who told her to do that, but it's pretty funny. Weird Al uh, has a cameo appearance. Jack Black has a cameo appearance, but it's not bad. It's okay. Uh, a bunch of cameo appearances, actually, that I thought that were very, very funny. Uh, it's, it seems like this is one of those things where it's directly uh, oppositional to what actually happened in the guy's life, and uh, I don't mind, because it's very funny. This is perhaps the single best skewering of musical documentaries that I've ever... Not musical documentaries, of like musical biopics that I've ever seen. Uh, I, I do strongly recommend this. Uh, Alex, I don't know how much you'd enjoy it. I think, I don't know, I think you'd probably get something out of it. Uh, I'm positive yeah. I would love this. I just, yeah. It's just on fucking a lot of movies. Well, okay. Yeah, so that's I'm exactly. Stumble across right. it. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, that's, so uh, I had to, uh, if I had, if I had ever it. come across it, I probably would have watched it. Yeah. But you have to... You, I mean, you have to pirate it. Yeah, let's be that's honest. pretty much yeah, what it is. Uh, I think the only unfortunate thing about... Oh, you know, I, I Alex would kill me if I didn't mention this. He, uh, he has a... What was it? A... I guess it's a guitarist. It's either guitarist or bassist in his band is played by, um... Remember that kid from Unbreakable? Uh, and, uh, he grew up and he... They put him in glass and, he, and everyone's like, Oh, God, he's awful. He's not a very good actor. Well, in this, he's a perfectly fine actable. He's perfectly serviceable as an actor. His eyes are fucking dead. I don't know what the... Every single time he was on screen, Alex and I were like, Ah! His, his eyes are like these deep black pits. It's like the entire, like, irises were black. It, it, practically the sclera was black. I was fucking terrified whenever he was on I was like, what the fuck is wrong with his face? Well, son, you know, the Hollywood I, elites. I, I will. That's the only thing that I didn't like about this movie. I, I did think it was very funny. What else did they do? They did, uh, he improvises, another one rides the bus. Uh, what else did they do? They... 
they fake you out. They they think that uh, he's going to do the song uh, "Fat," which is the parody of "Bad." He doesn't do it, and I I, I kind of like that they didn't do that. Uh, also, the movie kills him off in 1985. It leads to one of the funniest credit sequences uh, in the entire movie, including a cameo appearance by the Queen. So, uh, I think. Oh, so Parker is oh, gonna love well, this. He'll tell us all about it. But before he does, I got one more. Uh, Alex is like, "Fuck." Alex is like, "Hey, let's go watch the hit movie of the year so far." Knock at the cabin. This is directed by one M. Night Shyamalan. It stars Dave Bautista. Friend of the show. Yeah, Rupert Grint is in this. Parker, he was in Harry he Potter. Is. What the I did not. <laughs> yeah. I've seen this trailer like 40 times. See, that's interesting about it. See, uh, a lot of people seem to think that Rupert Grint could only be in Harry Potter movies and that he no longer acts and just drives an ice cream truck everywhere. That's only partially true. He still acts. Uh, and he does an American accent in here. Not very well, but he, everything else, he's he's actually pretty good in this. That's uh, I'm going to start with the positives about this movie. All the performances are either good to great. Dave Bautista is very, very good. He's been getting a lot of uh, very positive reviews on his performance. Rupert Grint's really great. He's been getting two positive reviews on his performance. It's kind of like, guys, slow your roll a bit. He's in the movie for about 16 minutes. He's not really spectacular. The little girl, she's like eight years old, seven years old in this movie. She is really, really talented. Uh, two leads, uh, two gay guys, they're really good. Uh, is there anyone who's bad? No, honestly, everyone in... Oh, except for M. Night Shyamalan himself, who and it was him. I looked it up. Yes. Uh, yes. Damn it, crossing I could, it off the I list. I couldn't possibly get this one wrong, too, because he's on screen for like 30 minutes. And I was like, oh, God, fuck off. Uh, Hell yeah, hasn't lost his fastball, yeah. maybe. I will say uh, that one of the other things that I liked about this movie is the cinematography. The cinematography is very, very good. But, you know, M. Night, you don't get credit for that anymore. Every single one of your movies has very good cinematography. You don't get to find... I, am I taking it for granted? Yes, absolutely. I'm an asshole. I can do that. Now, speaking of being an asshole, uh, I think the major failing of this movie is the writing. The writing is... And I, I don't know who to blame, because I have not read the book. Parker, I, I would like you to read the book before you watch the movie. If maybe you can, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to catch this in theaters. Yeah, right. I just got the book today. Yeah, let's see. It's actually it's very short. Oh, it's it's a really? lot shorter that's, than I thought that's it would interesting. be. So, uh, does it have pictures? Uh, will when I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's just me scribbling. Gay. <laughs> Ew. A bunch of dicks all over them. Anyway. Uh, you know, interesting thing about the ending. Apparently people say that the movie's ending is a lot better than the book's ending. Everyone said, like, yeah, the, it definitely improves on the book's ending. I thought the movie's ending was perfectly fine. Uh, didn't really stand out. There's a lot of dumb shit in here. A lot of uh, special effects that I thought did not work on screen. I, I thought that they were very silly. I thought this, I thought the story was dumb, too. And as far as, like, the writing goes, I don't know who to blame. It's, like, 99% of me is, like, well, it's gotta be M. Night, because, like, I have pattern recognition, and all his movies feature very bad writing. But it's based on a book, you know? And maybe the author had this dialogue in here, and maybe this is, like, a one-to-one -one quoting the dialogue in the book. But... I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure about that. I've seen a lot of people who uh, who really like this movie. Good for them. I, I'm not saying like you're dumb for liking this movie or whatever. I'm glad you guys had a good time. This one did not work for me. I uh, I thought it was kind of embarrassing in a lot of moments. Hell yes. As for my language. that being said, there's also a lot of people who hated this movie, really despised it, and they said that it was homophobic. They said that this movie implies that it is okay to be cruel to gay people. If you believe that, stop going to movies. This art form is not for you. They make coloring books. Uh, if it sounds like I'm being cruel, they're like, oh, wait, you have a different opinion than me? I was like, no, you don't have an opinion of me. You just don't know how to watch movies. You, you don't know how to interpret art. It's, it's one of the dumbest things I've read all year, but the year is very, very young. Uh, I, I don't know. Knock of the Cabin's fine. Some people were saying, oh yeah, the soundtrack was incredible. It's fine. You're not going to remember it. Uh, I, 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 again, the performances are very good. Uh, you will remember the performances. Uh, the cinematography is very good, especially if you have a keen eye for this stuff, which I think I do. 
it's just the writing that really sinks it. And again, and again, a couple special effects. I don't want to give away too much. I I don't want to like spoil like how the book proceeds or anything. I don't you know whatever. Uh, and Alex would probably be kicking me for not. Oh, you gotta mention the airplanes. I'm like ah, I don't want to. You know I don't want to give that away. But they look really dumb. But uh, oh, hell yeah. anyway, yeah, I I do not recommend Knock at the Cabin for everyone else. Hey, fucking whatever. And I'm going to see it regardless. Yeah, doesn't true. matter. All right, uh, Park. I am curious because, like, I know the author and I've known of this book forever. Yeah. I didn't know an adaptation was coming out until I saw a trailer like three months ago. Yeah. Which makes me think, like, why why did they change the title? Why is why isn't anything about the book literally anywhere in any press trailer or anything? Like, mm-hmm. how much did they change? An interesting note about that is the movie actually has a title card uh, that says, based on the novel by, was it Paul Tremblay or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and apparently I was the only one who knows that. Uh, Alex walked out I was, and she was like, God, that awful dialogue, M. Night again. And I was like, well, I, I don't know if it was him. It might have been the from the novel. She was like, that was based on a book? I was like, yeah. Was, they had a little thing, uh, you know, right after the title. And I, I guess she missed it. I, I guess everyone else missed it, too, because uh, everyone is attributing this to M. Night Shyamalan. No one's talking about Paul Tremblay. I, I did the same thing with fucking, like, Louisa May Alcott and Little Women. I was like, oh, yeah, Greta Gerwig came up with all these characters. I'm like, not quite, you know? I Maybe there's a, some really significant changes. I have a feeling that the climax of this movie, the realization of what they're trying to do, must have been better in the book because it's so fucking ham-fisted in this movie. Uh, oh, yeah, they play the song fucking... Uh, they play the song Boogie Shoes... Like, seven fucking times. I don't like that song. I really don't. I feel the same way about that song that uh, Alex feels about Manic Monday. Oh. I fucking hate oh. Manic Monday. I'm here to destroy Alex's voice. I knew he'd react to that. That's <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, right. I don't need to talk tomorrow. All right. Uh, sorry about that. Parker, what'd you watch? There's one thing I want to talk to my friends about. Wish it was something. Let me talk about another episode in M&H's six-part series of <laughs> Boy, It's So Hard Being Famous. <laughs> it is so difficult being the richest, most successful, famous people on Earth. Don't you feel bad for an hour? I mean, the slow-motion shots of the paparazzi said the sad music. Oh, I needed a tissue. I was so upset for these Famous rich people who will never want for anything their entire lives. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking dying thinking about them playing the Sarah McLaughlin song from all the sad dog commercials. <laughs> not far off. Paparazzi driving it was around. Little, but it was not far off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we begin this episode, again, an hour long episode, with the first public interview with Megan's mom. And let me tell you, this has real. Uh, we got Ja Rule on the phone energy, because I don't give a fuck about this woman or what she has to say about any of this. Where is Ja? <laughs> Where is Ma? <laughs> there you go. Oh, I had to get there. Uh, I watched this while at work, and people would just walk past me and be going, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Because <laughs> I'm trying to just get through this shift. My foot is killing me. I'm like half hobbling. And I just hear, royal bad boy, Prince Harry, settling down. And I'm just like, fucking fuck you. Fucking hate you people. Fuck this. Royal bad boy. Is, was he playing Nibbler too? <laughs> I... I love the idea that this is turning Parker into an accelerationist. Dude, it's... Let me fucking tell you. Because we spent... <laughs> I talked a bit last week about how, like, I don't know anything about any of this, but just instinctively, like, this primal thing in my DNA, I fucking hate these people. Uh, one of the first things Megan does in this episode is, uh... She talks about a very important thing that she changed when she was a kid. And we get a flashback to a local news story... Of an eleven-year-old Megan writing a complaint because uh, in their social studies class they were watching the news, which fucking kill me already. Yeah. And uh, a commercial comes on for this dish soap, and on my commercial it says women are fighting greasy pots and pans, and all the boys are like, yeah, that's right, that's where the girls belong in the kitchen. 
So she writes a fucking letter to this company saying it's sexist. Oh my god. And they change the commercial. And this is like her, one of her first big W's in her life. And she is so proud of it. But how her message changed that commercial. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I heard that exact same anecdote in the four-hour Hillary Clinton documentary on Hulu. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking believe it, dude. I don't know why you guys watch this. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up, right? Yeah. And then after that... At least mine was uh, short. So (laughs) episode one was a lot of like, oh, yeah, then we met and fell in love. And then Princess Diana died. Don't you feel so bad for me? What about my dumb, stupid kids? They won't have a grandmama to raise them. Yeah, so this one, it's all right. Thank you. <laughs> we get a lot of look back into Megan's life. Boy, it was so difficult growing up with divorced parents who split custody and supported her, and they didn't seem to have any issues. But it affected her so much that she recited a poem oh. that, from memory. That she oh wrote God. when she was 12 for her private school. Oh, my God. Fist clenched full Arthur fist, just <laughs> muttering to myself like a fucking psychopath. Excuse me, sir, like, where are the shoes? Can you tell me where the shoes are? Fucking, <laughs> fucking country. Fucking country. Like, I thought it'd be like four lines, but it keeps going. It's... it's like, Four fucking stanzas, and you're like, "Is it? Why would you remember this? <laughs> is it better or worse than Ernest Klein's gamer poetry?" Parker, I, I mean, read that one aloud. Was a lot more clear. I read that the one aloud. A lot more clear. Fucking, the gamer yeah. You should read Mega. You should read M's poem. I would say he could skip the last episode if he recited this entire poem. Can you do it from? Uh, I, I want to know do, how this ends. It's really I thought about. I thought about, like, I should really rewind this and write it down, yeah. but, like, I could feel myself getting angry. It was like, yeah, I ain't fucking doing it. I like the idea of someone coming up to you and being like, oh, there's no uh, price tag on here. It must mean it's for free, right? <laughs> She's reciting this poem for you. <laughs> I want your police just barked at me like a dog. <laughs> Is he cool? And then we get more of her sad story. Um, yeah, again, like I said, last week we focused a lot about like I made a lot of jokes, but like it's pretty fucked up what happened to him. Like I'm not, I'm not a fucking monster. But we get uh, equal bad things in her life, which of course I mean, um, she got turned down in a lot of auditions until she got cast in Suits. <laughs> Aren't you sad for her? Don't you feel so bad? I uh, no. Wait, wait. Refresh my memory. What, what were the bad things that happened to Harry? It was like I guess it was like paparazzi uh, hounding him all the time. Yeah, just like yeah. constantly being hounded. Yeah, I guess that sucks. I just, you know, you know, it, being like, hey, what are you gonna do without your mom's dead? And he's like, I am fucking thirteen. Be honest here, okay? Most kids, when they get hounded, it ends a lot worse. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what we're gonna call it now. <laughs> that's one of the things that's really driving yeah. me crazy. Just talking about like, oh, all these royal, all the royal family, they were so like shocked at all this. I'm like, really? Because like, I'm pretty sure they're doing a lot worse things than. Dating an American. I just love the format here being like, it's so horrible what happened to me and me mom. Yeah, that's right. Both of us. <laughs> that really is. Yeah, we it sounds like that's what it a is. Lot. Yeah. It sure is. We're, I mean, it's, it's fucking propaganda about how difficult it is. But like I was saying last time, there's no fucking structure. Like, we're getting her life story, but it just cuts into like... So anyways, yeah, uh, we officially announced we were getting together, and we used to, you know, we'd have to go, like, incognito to parties and stuff. Sometimes you have to dress as a Nazi. But, you know, anything to be together. Uh, so anyways, uh, here's a poem I wrote. It was really hard having a, uh, separated parents, but my dad was actually super great, and we had a lot of fun together. Here's some fun home videos. Like, what is the point of this? Am I supposed to feel sad that you had two Christmases from two loving parents? <laughs> does fucking care? Does does the show imply that she had difficulty getting cast in uh, major roles because of her race? At ding ding ding. <laughs> well, it's actually quite the opposite. Where the her agent would send her out for black roles, and they'd be like, "What?" <laughs> he legitimately didn't know she was black until she was like, "You know, you can send me for these things, right?" He's like. Why? <laughs> like I maybe did he I'm not, not like was he blind? Could he not see her? <laughs> She's whiter than Harry. To, I'm not the person to say these things about uh you know yeah. 
how dark or not dark people yeah, are. Yeah. I legitimately had no idea until <laughs> someone's like, someone's had this racist shit about her. I was like, I thought it even makes sense. I'm like, no, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's half black. I'm like, huh? I, I, I don't think so. I have to admit, the further I was like, which half? <laughs> Is it like it's a, a mermaid thing? Yeah. Is it top exactly. and bottom? Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. centaur, but that works too. <laughs> I have to admit, the first time I heard it, oh, some racist shit, I was like, is this going to be like one of those, like, fucking, she's swarthy or something? She's like half Greek, and that counts or something? <laughs> I mean, it even. is incredibly funny that, again, I know it sounds shitty yeah. to be like, oh, this black person really looks white. Like, I know it fucking sucks. Yeah, but- but yeah. <laughs> skip to have this woman appear and then be like, ah, oh, straight out of Compton. Like, what? oh yeah, fucking. This is next level racism. Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> they found a fucking drop and they're like, ah, oh, just what I thought. Start banging the drums. You're like, what in the world is happening? I, I in kind of, I, I kind of feel like they're doing one of those, uh, you know, like those like '60s documentaries for music. It's like, yeah, they said it was too white for black audiences and too black for white audiences, and that's uh, <laughs> the fourth lead on Suits. <laughs> <laughs> Which, well, fucking, we spend like a a good chunk of this talking about her acting days and how she got turned on for auditions and her like in her this isn't like old footage this is her and her confessional now being like it really reminded me of growing up you know being different from everyone else wondering where I fit in cause you got turned out from some fucking sitcoms I I hate this one I, it is on set I don't, I don't, I don't like I've never in my life I will headbutt this broad that fucking makes me mad it's like not that but it's like the fa- she went to a private school where do I fit in yes you fit in in fucking you, you go to Yarddale where you have a 4-0 grade point average <laughs> She had a story from being a kid where, I mean, this is pretty racist. Like, her mom cut someone off in traffic, and that woman just like, yelled the N word at her, which is uh, not great. Right. Uh, side note: You would never survive in my lobbies. But again, that's <laughs> one story. Like, Correct. yeah, one person said a slur at my mom once when I was a kid. You know, before I got suits, I was like, man, maybe I should give up this whole acting thing. It's like you should fucking parody satire. <laughs> 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 sitting there on like this fucking giant 20,000 acre homie like yeah I just didn't know what to do <laughs> glad it all worked out glad you were able to marry royalty and have some ugly ass kids isn't this like the second sick. time you mentioned that she wouldn't survive playing Halo with you guys <laughs> I mean you gotta give me more than one example of a sl- we're two hours in I'm thinking of those kids like, oh. I'm sorry I'm thinking of those kids from uh, from Charlie's Angels when they were playing Halo and uh, fucking Drew Barrymore <laughs> Shows up without any clothes. I like to think that like Meghan Markle sitting on the couch and they're like bullying her because she doesn't know where the choke points are. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm sure it's not great to watch your mom get called a slur. No, no, I've God never no. had to. I've never had to go through that. I'm sure it's. And a, I just want to say, everyone as a child, yeah, everyone also, on this podcast uh, who can speak, sticks, kid. everyone on this podcast who can speak would say that calling anyone the n word is bad. Yeah, well, that's I agree. it. Yeah. But, if, yeah, but if you're gonna do it, do it when they cut you off in traffic. <laughs> Keeping that. So uh, I plead. I mean. I plead <laughs> yeah, but like seriously. But I mean, yeah, sorry, you gotta you gotta have more than one example. Like uh, somebody yelled a slur forty years ago. Like, all right, well, it is kind of know, it is kind of a hammer though. I mean, instead of it gets like Harry Harry being like, oh god, it was bad, you know, fucking my mom died, and the paparazzi. She's like, my mom got called the N word. How the fuck do you hear him from a moving car? <laughs> Maybe he like slowed down. So. You think it was one of those hand crank windows? They yeah. really like. I, I must admit, she's older than I am. Well, I mean, she grew she grew up yeah. so poor that you know oh, they probably yes. uh, you know they they didn't have like a, a little butler and a dapper little suit to roll down. But the I mean, she was in Compton, so the guy probably like broke the window himself just to yell the Edward. <laughs> yeah. So I've heard. Yeah. Every picture from her in her school days, it's like. This family had way more money than mine. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Must have been really. Well, difficult. I mean, she went to private. She school. even says, "Like I had never even experienced racism until this moment." I'm like, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. gave it away? You can tell. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, people. You heard a slur once in your life, and then everyone else just dog whistled at you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you think that guy? Like, do you think he yelled the Edward? That he like drove back and said, oh, "I'm sorry. I thought you were black. I couldn't." T- I don't know any Puerto Rican slurs And he peels off at a red light 
<laughs> Cutting that. So uh... <laughs> fair enough. Um, but like back to our acting because again, oh, that's um, important. Yeah. We're spending a lot of time on our acting yeah. this episode because that's what's important. Yeah. Again, as someone who doesn't know anything about the situation, why would I want to hear about like the royal family covering up racism and personal attacks, forcing them to flee the country? I want to hear about our time on suits. Oh boy, <laughs> uh, we have multiple people vouch for it and say like. Actually, like, the cast really loved her. Like, she was the glue that held that all together. And this is proven by showing blooper reel clips. Oh, oh uh, you know how much I like those. That's her when she's sick. Oh, real wacky, You get the, huh? the old Episodes. natural M here. I mean, she, I mean, everyone's having a great time. Mm-hmm. They're having their mandated hilarious time. Laughing and slapping backs. Just, man, they're going to be friends forever. Uh, but one of her friends vouches for her that M because they all do that. They all just call each other M. I age. know. You know, acting wasn't really. That's not where she wanted to stay because she couldn't get any roles other than fucking suits. <laughs> what she was really into was philanthropy, and then it just comes oh. to like her like fucking watching some kid dance in Uganda. And I'm like, I don't know what you think this is, but this isn't working. <laughs> And that's and then the episode ends with the fucking surprise wedding announcement. That's an hour. I'm thinking of the kid you got to flossing. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Click Click Dermot in the fucking flossing. She's like, wow, this is so much better than being in my trailer. And then like the other half of the episode's talking about like, yeah, the paparazzi's getting bad. It's so hard. We're having to like fence off our trailers while we film this USA sitcom. <laughs> They're just doing the fucking the, in the arms of an ageless, the kid's flossing and she's just dumping money on him. <laughs> <laughs> so, to, to be clear here for the listeners, uh, Prince Harry still has not murdered a single actor. Not yet, no. Not yet. Oh, I'm right. begging. I am begging for him to fly over. Like, <laughs> I cannot express how fucking boring this is. <laughs> I had to read... I could have read, like, two paragraphs, and I would not be experienced. Right, yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you how fucking mad I am. I I expect to be pulled into an office tomorrow and be like, hey, we got some uh, troubling complaints for people. Are you good? Is that no. a human flesh between your lips? <laughs> Where? Fuck it. Fuck it. Okay, get it for me. Fucking taste it. Fuck you. Like, okay. Are, are you sweating blood right now? <laughs> oh my god like that that's the whole hour is like uh, i heard the n-word once acting's really hard uh paparazzi's everywhere we're getting married like sick that could have been a paragraph uh can't wait to check in next week for the continuation oh, man i i'm actually looking and forward to hearing about it halfway done by then yeah, oh, yeah. you gonna watch it Maybe I should. Maybe I should uh, fucking double no, up. No, incorrect. Wrong answer. Fucking it's double up on this. Cool. No, 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 no. Maybe he should. Yeah, Maybe he should. Yeah. Take this one for the team. Let me remember when when Jesus was carrying the cross to Golgotha, and the one guy was just like, "Hey, you want me to carry it?" And she was like, "Oh, thanks, man. That's what I will do <laughs> for you." Oh, that's weird. There's only one set of See? footprints here. <laughs> he ain't. He ain't heavy. He's my podcast partner. <laughs> He's heavy. Yeah, tune in for another episode of Guys, being famous is not all it's cracked up to be. Peace Isn't that, is that, that sounds like a fucking line hate. from like My Life as a Teenage Robot. I'm about to turn into fucking Mike Banning's dad. I'm about to go to the woods and write my fucking manifesto. I'm losing oh, my mind man, watching these people. I'm fucking ready to talk about that act of the movie and nothing else. <laughs> That, that act is incredible. It's I like the so idea of you being good. a fucking tunnel rat and just having pictures of uh, H&M everywhere. Vietnam tunnel rat. And they fucking find me and it's just pictures of her standing next to like the guys from White Collar. <laughs> Tucker Badger. H and We gotta call them M and H. We gotta do that, right? I hate it. Oh, I hate it gotta. so much. M and H. Oh my god. I want to meet someone who's going to call them that in real life, and it's going to, like... I'm, I'm going to see red, like those guys who say they can fight. Yeah, man, when I see red, I go nuts. I'm just going to fucking go Shackwell on them. Just thinking about saying the one racist experience he ever had to me, like, yeah, so when I got uh, turned down at auditions, it really reminded me of that. It's like, I 
Mm. This whole show is parody mm. satire, not take it seriously, tongue in cheek. But again, uh, to reiterate another point from last week, yeah. um, anyone that was invested in any of the bad boy, <laughs> <laughs> anyone that was invested in him dating someone, uh, please parody yourself off of the bridge. <laughs> I'm begging you to think of all of the fucking lanes of traffic that'd be cleared up if these people just sat satirically <laughs> hung themselves. That's fucking I, I don't I don't get what goes through people's minds. I, I don't know. I think it's like the the royalty. I don't understand why I don't people I hope goes through their fucking minds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, no, parody satire. I'm getting I'm getting wild. Tongue in cheek, farcical. The the thing about it is uh I don't know why I said farcical like the the smart beavis and head from the future. Uh, yes, farcical. Uh, I guess farcical. <laughs> Parodic. <Jocular. It's> satirical. <laughs> <laughs> like the thing about it that gets me is like I I didn't understand this back when I didn't they get like married at Sussex or whatever. I don't remember where they got married. I'm fucking there was something. There was a girl I was dating at the time who was really into it. I just didn't understand it. Were they allowed? I didn't know that that they could go in the all England club. Fucking, I, I just I, I don't I don't understand the fucking uh, like deal about like oh you don't understand she's a princess. I'm like yeah, but they're like fictional ones. You can pretend to be one of those instead. It's like no, you don't understand. She's ruining the British monarchy. It was like so. Who cares? He didn't vote for them anyway. Bro, have you looked at a Habsburg yeah. recently? Like, they did it <laughs> yeah. to themselves. It's not my fucking problem. It shouldn't be yours either. Damn it, we fought a war over this. <laughs> we won, too. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you watch shit like this? Oh, babe, uh, oh, none of the puppet masters are on the list, so we don't have to watch yeah. it. Don't worry, <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> So you're telling me that that some guy from Texas made you watch the fourth Transformers movie? And this is why you can't take me to dinner? Isn't it fun having these conversations with your significant others and watching the love they had for you leave their eyes? It's it's pretty great. It's what it's all about, baby. Suddenly, like, this, like, hideous understanding comes across their visage, and they're just like, oh, he's he's not going to change. Yep. I guess we could stop. You're behind. Yeah. How many movies? <laughs> no. This isn't a one-time thing? <laughs> the, the, a whole season's worth. No. No, that's, that's, that's too many. No. No. Come on, Chris. You don't have to watch that much Yu Yu Hakusho, do you? Do you? No. I get to. <laughs> <laughs> Banging my spoon on my high chair. No, no, no. Now we have to watch the subversion. See the differences. <sighs> Absolutely, I'm very excited. Can you imagine Prince Harry in the dark? Oh, tournament? actually, by the way, speaking of speaking of anime, uh, Gabby's boyfriend yeah, watched Angel Cop, so excited to have that oh, comment. Hell yeah! Usually, dude. if he watches something, usually if he watches something, Gabby watches it too. So, ready for that? I should watch Angel yeah, Cop you should again. Watch Angel Cop again. Fits right in with the uh, with Mike Bannon yeah. February. <laughs> we'll talk about Angel or whatever Cop. Month you could, it is when you're I, listening to ordinarily this. Ordinarily, I'd be like, look, if you like Mike Manning, you're gonna love Violence Jack, but. Uh, don't watch Violence Jack. Well, isn't that a cool sentence to say out yeah. loud? Speaking of Violence Jack, I'll see you guys for Angels yeah. Fallen. That, violence Mike. I'm going to call him that. Do you think, uh, do, do you think a Hellquake <laughs> helped create all those uh, tunnels that are... Uh... I, I cannot wait to talk yeah. about the tunnel rat yeah. for an hour and a half. Clay banning. And, and don't worry for next week. I am caught up on MILF Manor. Don't worry about it. <laughs> And that's the tea, sis.